Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. I appreciate you taking the time to download or stream our show. We always love starting the week with you. And of course, it's time for a great trip report. And today we're headed down to San Antonio, Texas with listener Megan. And we talk about her trip just last week down to Walt Disney World. They headed down to uh, Florida for a wedding. But of course, they saw an excuse to visit Walt Disney World, so they did. And they stayed at Coronado Springs in the Grandestino Tower for the very first time. They had some great meals at places like Cape May Cafe over at Sanaa and more. And this was basically a resort stay. The only time they went into the parks was they did Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party last week. So we get a great review of the party. Uh, their daughter turned six while she was there. This was her birthday celebration. They used a nanny service to uh, to watch their daughter while they went to a wedding on one of the nights. So we get a great review of that service. And we just talk about having a good time at places like Disney Springs and playgrounds around Walt Disney World, the dig site pool. And just, you know, what's it like to go to Walt Disney World, plan for a trip, but not spend all the time in the theme parks. Very different spin on a Disney vacation but just as enjoyable. So I think you're going to really enjoy today's show. Our shows, of course, are always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation at no additional cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. One extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. Again, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons for making all these shows possible. We sure love doing the show and it's because of your support that we can do that. And you can support the show as well for just $5 a month for like the cup price of a cup of coffee a month. You're supporting the BR guest podcast and keeping us on the air and you'll get the bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2380 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you and happy Halloween Eve. That's right. Tomorrow night is the big night for trick-or-treating. So one more time, don't forget if you are headed home tomorrow evening, slow down, take it easy, chill out, coming home and watch out for all the ghosts and goblins that are going to be skittering around your neighborhood, looking for all the Kit Kats and the Snickers in the Reese's the peanut butter cups, the individual wrap, the best ever, but uh, let them get out there and have their fun, but keep them safe. Do your part to make sure you're looking out for the little ones, having a great time. And let's all uh, let everybody have a fun Halloween tomorrow night together. So today we're going to get the week started the right way with a virtual trip down to Walt Disney World as we do almost every Monday here on the show. And today we're headed down to the Lone Star State, down to Aggie country. Actually, not Aggie country, but she's an Aggie. <laughs> we're talking with Megan. Megan, happy Monday. How you doing? Thanks. I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Glad to have you on the show and a little SEC for a while. I appreciate that. And we got a little SEC, uh, you know, meet up here because you're you're an Aggie. Like I said, that's pretty cool. Yep. Yes. And uh, Aggie, Aggie and Mizzou both get heartbroken all the time. So we have that in common. That is true. We're on a run this year, but we, uh, we, we talked about it that uh, neither one of our fan bases can, can ever feel, uh, you know, safe in, in any kind of success. We feel like the next rake is always out there to be stepped on. And um, you know, you, 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 you're optimistic but you're always just uh, like walking on pins and needles constantly as a fan yeah. of either one of these schools. Yeah, we've stepped on a few rakes this season already, so I, I'm I'm feeling okay right now. <laughs> I'm, Damage is done. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm very optimistic. I love my Tigers, and I'm calling it right now. Here we are about uh, 10, 11 days out. We we're going to take down the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs next Saturday. 
We're on the buy. We had the buy, so uh, look out. We're, we're going to have, I, I feel it. It'll be actually about six days when this show comes out. I'm feeling right. this is our season, so look out, Georgia Bulldogs. I know we have a lot of lot of lot of listeners down in Georgia. We have a ton. This is our season. You guys have had your time. We're going to Atlanta, and we're going to play that. We're going to play the, the Tide. Now I'm really offending all the LSU fans, but we can't talk all <laughs> football here. I'm we're not gonna, a part of this. I'm <laughs> yeah, not a part of this. You got me started because you like talking football too, which I love. So we talked about that in the pre-show. Yeah. But we're going to talk. Please, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk Disney. We're going to have a good time, and it's so fun talking football, especially SEC football. But um, we're going to talk Disney. So, how, how did you guys like? What's your Disney fandom story? Like, where does it all get started for you? Yeah, it it honestly doesn't go back that far. I mean, I went as a kid twice, and then it really fell off my radar. I my husband and I love to travel, but. Disney just was not on our mind. And then, of course, we had a child who uh, just turned six. Um, and I would say it really started when Disney Plus came out. I guess that was fall of 2019. And then COVID hit and we were stuck at home. And we started watching Disney Plus. And I started thinking about taking her to Disney, my daughter. And that's kind of how all that started. And I love to, to travel plan. And I know that the listeners of this podcast do too. Um, and that's why we're here. And that's really what got me going was there's so much to plan for Disney and it gave me something to do. And so I just went with it from there and I'm, I love it. That is super interesting to hear that perspective. Cause I've never heard that from anybody and I've never even connected the dots in that way that Disney plus the streaming service that launched, I mean, at a very opportune time right before COVID could lead to people being, you know, interested in taking the product that is streaming the movies and all the other content on there to, to explore the real, you know, destinations of Walt Disney world, Disneyland, possibly, you know, sell Disney cruise line, stuff like that. So you wanted to go have some, you know, experiences in the real world. I mean, in kind of air quotes here where you wanted to see, you know, magic kingdom or Epcot or, you know, maybe Disneyland at some point because of uh, the streaming service. That's, that's super interesting. I would Disney marketing would probably be thrilled to hear this connection because I've, yeah, I've never thought me. of it that way. That's really <laughs> yeah, cool. No, they got me. They did. <laughs> and we didn't even watch the, you know, now they have the, the shows that show behind the scenes at the parks. We hadn't even seen any of that. It was just like my daughter loving Elsa and then Rapunzel. And just, we got into that and I thought, let's, let's take her to Disney while she's little and make those memories. My, I, my regret is that we didn't do it sooner because I always thought, go later when she's older can appreciate it. And now that I've gone, there's so much for the littles and it's just, we adults made so many memories. And so I do wish we had taken her even earlier than age five. Yeah, I agree. Totally. And, but I mean, it's logical, right? You think, well, I'm going to wait till they're old enough to really appreciate it. That's kind of the, the logical, you know, thought process, but they can go. We took Mallory from when she was six months old and each trip, she had a different experience. Of course, when she's six months old, she didn't remember anything, but we got great pictures as parents. We had fun with her. You know, that was for us. Yeah. So that was for us. It wasn't for her, but she had different, you know, experiences throughout the time. So let me ask you about this trip. So you, you mentioned the planning and you nailed it. Like our audience is the audience that gets just as much joy out of the planning, the nuts and bolts, the, the competition really of trying to get the best ADRs and trying to get the best hotel rooms. And, you know, just, it is, I mean, it's, it's a little competitive, you know, you got to get your juices flowing. You want to have, you want to set yourself up for success as much as the next guest, if not better. So how do you feel about it? And like, how did your planning go for this trip? What, what resources did you use and how did you go about it? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I'll say this first. So our first trip to Disney ever as a family and my husband's first trip of his life was we went at the end of February of this year. And then we just got back from another trip uh, two days ago um, where we did the Halloween party because we just couldn't wait to go back. Um, So my planning, I would say started about nine months before that first trip. Um, And really I found the podcast 
pretty early on because I commute, I work out of San Antonio, so I commute. And so I started listening and then I just went back to old episodes, found things that were topical to what I was interested in. And then I started looking at the website, you know, there's so many websites and Instagram, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so many content creators. I know they're annoying in the parks, but they're actually helpful on Instagram. It's a rabbit hole. You can fall down and be like, oh my God, I just lost three hours. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully I never lost three hours in a row, but I definitely just got into all of that and, and um, yeah, the dining and the the parks and the clothes and everything. And so I, I got taken (laughs) and my husband was such a good sport. He's like, I I know you're into this. I will go, but he's, I think I put this in my notes, but he's a national park guy, like a hiker. Um, He's not an amusement park guy. And he just said, well, I'll go for you and our kid. (laughs) And now he's like, when are we going back? (laughs) That's cool. So, yeah, those, we yeah. got him in. Well, because those are very different experiences. And it's so funny that you say that because you mentioned that in your notes that when I was in college, uh, I went out to, I spent some time out at Yosemite National Park. I spent some time in Yellowstone. We went to uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. We went to Grand Tetons. And like, I love the majesty of those places. You know, like they were so, like to see geothermal features and see Old Faithful and to, you know, hike half dome at Yosemite and, you know, see all this cool, you know, natural stuff. Like I loved it. My family though, has never done anything like a national park vacation. And my problem is like Paige and Mallory, my daughters and my wife, like I would love to take them out West and do that kind of stuff. But since we've been going to Disney our entire life, I just think that they would be so bored, you know, like I'm like worried to take them out there because like, you know, Yellowstone's the size of Missouri. You know, you know they're they're yeah. probably used to a park being the size of the Magic Kingdom, where you can walk across it in fifteen minutes. You can drive two hundred miles across Yellowstone. I, maybe they would like it. I I really want to get back out to the national parks. That's interesting because there's such different experiences. But it sounds yeah, like are. you're. You, I think it's easier to go from the national parks. Maybe maybe not though to so. something that's as crowded and is overstimulating because they're so different. Because when you're getting away from it all national parks, you're really out in nature, you're soaking in the air. Everything's artificial at Walt Disney World. That's that's an interesting kind of yin and yang. Yeah, there. I think there's room for both really. And we intend to now incorporate Disney into our rotation. We're still doing the, the parks, national parks, state parks, um, the nature. And I think there, there's, there's a place for both. And we just really like the beauty. We do like to get out. I mean, I, I'm not a camper. I'm not. So I like a cabin. <laughs> like, yeah, that's my well, wife. I, don't too. <laughs> um, yeah. I will, but it's been a while. Um, so I think it's good for both. And like, we want to go to Disneyland soon and there's Joshua tree is not that far. So we thought about maybe combining both. So there is room to do both. I know um, Scotty G is coming back from Hawaii. Right. And mm-hmm. that's like a totally different vibe too. So I, I don't know. I think it's good for us to all try different vacations um, the thing with Disney, like, you know, hiking in the outdoors is one thing, but walking all the miles at Disney is another. Um, and I will say like, um, I, I laugh when you talk about your age and like your ailments, because my husband is your exact age, has similar ailments. And right before our trip in De- so we went in February in December, he had major ankle surgery. Um, he actually had a fully torn tendon and some, uh, torn ligaments and he rehabbed like crazy. And he was ready to go by Disney in February, but man, by third and fourth park day, we did not make it to fireworks. We, even with a break, it was just a lot. So Disney is its own animal. As far as, you know, you're not, you're outdoors. It's hot. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's its own animal in itself. So I think your family could do it. <laughs> I, I, I just, the, the expectations would have to be tempered. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's not, it's not like, you know, here, because, you, you know, Disney destination like, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? You know, no, we're not so doing true. anything. You know, we're at Yellowstone. Maybe we'll see a bear. Maybe we won't. You know, hopefully we don't get chased by a bear. You know, maybe we'll see a geyser here. Maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll look at trees. You know, I mean, that's just so different. But you know what gets me, though, and your husband, this is probably what got him, is at Disney, you do so much. It's not even the walking. You do a ton of walking. I get that. But what gets me is standing. It's the standing. My back gets locked up so bad when I go to Walt Disney World. And the thing is, when I'm back home, I walk on the treadmill during the day and I run every morning. So I put a lot of miles on every day because I just work at home and I I get worried about being sedentary. But man, when I'm at Walt Disney World, I stand so much. I lock up. 
So that's, true. I think that's what gets a lot of people. That You're might have been to it too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had just brutal. come out of a boot, so that was different, but the standing also, oh. you're right, man. The, I, I anticipated the foot issues and we brought like cream and the salt and all that. No, it was actually the back. You're right. Total lockup. Oh, so bad. Back yeah. was the problem. The lower back. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, me too, man. Oh man. I tell him I feel his pain. I get it, man. It's getting a little bit older is not for the week. I'm just saying, man, it is, it's no joke. <laughs> How easy to make fun of people. It's, it's brutal. It's brutal. Okay. So let's talk about your, you guys went down you stayed at Coronado. We were talking about this in the pre-show. This place is pretty awesome. You thought the same. We can't get over it. We, we loved it and y'all had talked it up and that's why we booked it. We just thought, I, I, I thought y'all talked about it so much, all of you. And, um, I had heard such good things. And the main thing is, the dining, we wanted we wanted more dining options because this was more of a resort stay and incorporating the Halloween party. And we wanted those dining options. And so we just went for it and we got tower room. The tower was just amazing. It felt like we were at a deluxe resort. So we will be back to Coronado for sure. It was it blew us away. I can't wait to get back myself. I mean, this is terrible. I think I mentioned this on the show last week is that I just booked for Marathon Weekend myself last week. And I mean, everybody's like, oh my gosh, I booked my room like a year ago. All the runners, like, because everybody else is on it before me. Yeah. yeah. But I'm in Coronado and I'm pumped about it because that's where I was going to go anyway. And it was still available and I got a good, you know, uh, good room, water view room. I'm not in the tower. I could have booked the tower, but here's the thing. Here's my rule. I'm not traveling with my family. Right. And so when I'm not with my family... I try not to do the upgrades because I don't want them to be mad at me. My wife will be teaching school. My daughters will be, you know, Mallory will be in school. I'll be down there having a good time. So I'm just, uh, I just went with the non-tower room. Water yeah, room, not so cool feel, if you, so, yeah, if you yeah. upgrade without them. I know. Well, <laughs> my sister was there with us and her family stayed in the casitas and that was great too. Yeah. The room was just as comparable. The location was great to the food court and stuff. So that was good too. So we don't have to go tower next time. But my husband likes the coffee shop. So he was down there every morning. Hop oh, yeah. on that elevator, high tech elevator, and he's down in Barcelona Lounge. So that was a good perk. We'll see too. I like the workout room in the tower. The exercise room is really nice there. But this is marathon weekend. I'm doing dopey. I don't need the treadmills this one time. So I'm, I'm good there. It's like, I'll just, I'll, I'll don't need to run extra. Okay. So just give us some, let's kind of sequentially go through and talk about just the trip. Just talk about some of the highlights of the trip. Uh, you know, what, what happened? Yeah. So, um, before we checked in, you know, our room, we, our room wasn't ready um, until later in the day. So we actually went to Animal Kingdom Lodge because we've really been wanting to try Sanaa. We did try Boma our last trip and I really liked it. I'm not a huge buffet person. So I thought, let's go back, try Sanaa. We love Indian food. So we drove over there. It's just a gorgeous resort. Um, the animals are right outside the restaurant. The food was great. We did lunch. Um we just loved it. And they have a great playground over at John, is it Jumbo house? Mm -hmm. Um, and so we hit that up pool bar, uh, relaxed over there until we went and checked into our room. Um, so that was fun. Um, then we went and just briefly hung out at the pool at Coronado and we haven't even talked about that. The pool also blew us away. Yes. That dig is a dig site pool. Yep. Mm -hmm. The slide, uh, we all went down that wiped out a few times i might add um, <laughs> i did but it was my daughter loved it the the water feature of the what is that thing like a temple yeah it's a it pyramid i mean yeah exactly yeah that was so cool and then they had the bar right there playground right next to the pool um so we loved hanging out at that pool we that was a big highlight for us was hanging out there yeah Very cool area. same thing like we before i used to fly we'd drive down and we'd stay at coronado and you know we'd get there before the room was ready so we'd just kind of hang out by the pool until our room was ready and this was mm -hmm. back when mallory was little she'd swing on the swings and there was like a little sand area she'd play in the sand jump in the we always packed her you know we drove so we had the swimsuits in the car put on her swimsuit jump in the pool do the slides and we you know it you could get, you know, lunch over the pool bar because they had hot food, you know, like it's you get, yeah. you know, good food there too. Day. Yeah. And margaritas and, and everything. Yeah. There, that pina colada there was the best one I've ever had in my life. And I'm not a big frozen drink person. My sister got one and I had to get one because it was so good. So if you're there, get the, the pina colada. Um, so then we went back to the room and um, we got ready and we went to Three Bridges, which another highlight. Um, and it's not 
because you don't have to have a reservation. Just hop on that wait list um, if you're in the vicinity. And, you know, even if the wait says it's a long time, like ours, the, it, it went quick. Um, and so our, our table was ready. And we we really enjoyed Three Bridges a lot. Just the atmosphere at night on the water. Um, they had the games going. The, the baseball games were on. Um, and we got, what did we get? The I think it was tacos and they were all deconstructed, build your own. And so being from Texas, we were skeptical, but it was awesome. So we'll, we'll hit that up again for sure. There you go. Texas seal of approval on tacos. That says something. Oh. That's good. <laughs> I like that. And the responses. Saw another table with it and we thought, well, now we have to go full on tacos. And it was, it was awesome. We both loved it. So. And it was a Thursday. It wasn't even Tuesday. So there you go. Taco Thursday. I like it. Yeah. So tacos any day. I mean, for real, I give you tacos seven days a week. It's good with me. Uh, yeah, there's something to be said too, for having great dining at your resort, because after having like dinner at night, right there at three bridges, you just walk back to your room. You don't have to worry about getting on a bus, you know, and figuring out all the rigmarole of getting back and what time. And it's so nice to have those options just to chill at, you know, in a nice pool. The amenities at your resort matter. You know what I'm saying? It makes it just more chill, especially for arrival day. That makes it just easy. Yeah, and I forgot the coolest thing really we did that night. Before we went to Three Bridges, we went up to Dahlia Lounge, the rooftop bar in the tower, which is another amenity. And we watched the Epcot fireworks from there. And that, honestly, I didn't even think we'd make it that long, but we were having such a good time just relaxing on the patio. It was really great weather. We lucked out big time. Never rained. Um, just really mild. Um, and on, we weren't even watching the time and suddenly these gorgeous fireworks. Um, now <laughs> for my daughter was not really interested. I guess if it's not right in front of your face, <laughs> it's off in the <laughs> distance, but the adults, we were all just super into it. So the fireworks at Dahlia lounge were a hit. Um, so it's worth it to go up there, grab a drink and just get a spot outside. We really like that too. I agree. It's pretty view up there. I mean, very few well, people go up there and it, you know what? It's, what? it's, it's higher up there than you would expect. Like I went up there one time and you can go outside. I was a little spooked because I'm a little scared of heights and I'm like, this tower is higher than I thought when I'm up here. Cause it, was it real is. Windy. Yeah, it's, I think it's 16 floors and you can see galaxy's edge from yeah. there. Um, we could see expedition Everest from our room. Um, you know, the Epcot fireworks. So you can see a lot. And so that, you know, I know it's no California grill seeing the yeah, exactly. <laughs> fireworks, but Dahlia lounge was, was great for a moderate. Yes. Yeah. It's worth it. I agree. It's good bang for your buck. All right. Yeah. So it looks like the next day is Friday. And, uh, from your notes, you headed over to Disney Springs. We did. Yeah. So we had a wedding this night, which is what brought us to the, to Orlando. Um, so we did do Disney Springs and, you know, we like Disney Springs. We just like walking around. The food options are great. My daughter gets taken in by World of Disney. It's a problem. I mean, World of Disney is a dangerous place for parents, especially with that mobile order. It's too easy. Um, I don't know if you've tried that on the app. But oh, the is, thing where you just you just uh, yeah. you just show them, oh, I've already paid for this. Just throw it in a clear yeah, bag and let's it. let's boogie. Yeah. The line is so long, and you just walk out the door. So we we purchased. We actually went back twice it is world of disney um and then we went to city works which we've never been to i think y'all have talked about it yes um but we had like a group of nine different generations and we just wanted something that was appealing to everybody kids to grandparents um and uh the husbands like craft beer and city works was great the food was excellent the service was amazing um we will go back there for sure and they were so accommodating for a large group they seated us all together um, so city works was great. It's, it's kind of, it's on the other end. So it's a little bit out of the way. It's a little hike, but nothing bad. It will go back there for sure. Right. It's on the West side. So it's down by like the M&M store or yeah, um, salt and straw Cirque yeah, mm -hmm. down there, but it is, it's great. I mean, it's got a lot of options. It's got a big menu and it's, it is great for groups. Like when we're down there for summit for cheerleading and we have like all these, random parents that never go to Disney, you know, and some of them never go out to eat, you know, like it's just, you have such a random group, you know, some people you just have various different kinds of people all together. Right. And they all want to eat and everybody's out from out of town and they all look to me, right. Cause I'm the Disney guy. So I always, we take them to city works. We go to splitsville or we go, cause we uh -huh. have to work across, we stay at a Disney Springs hotel and it's just great because like I said, they work with groups well and everybody can find something they like on that menu and they get you in and out. It's, it's yeah, really nice. absolutely. And then my Disney Springs trick is, so last time I went, we went to homecoming and I don't know if you know this, but at homecoming, you can get the, 
it's like a squeeze bottle. Yes. Okay. Cocktail. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I yep. have to get that every time I go now. I carry. <laughs> I have this bottle. I have loaned this bottle out to mm-hmm. friends going to Disney. You get that moonshine cocktail, and you are set. You can walk around with that thing. It saves you in World of Disney. So homecoming <laughs> gets some money from me every time I go, um, because they have these moonshine cocktails that. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're they're good. Pam, Pam Forster's daughter, Hannah was the first one to discover these when they first released these way back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she's gotten her money's worth out of the thing. Cause I think you had discount on the refills, right? Oh, you do. It oh, for sure. Yeah. And money. it's a good size. So it's very shareable. <laughs> I have, I have one, but I, I never used it for refills. I just got it and I used it for like, you know, water bottle when I ran, I just got one cause I thought it was cool looking. I, I never yeah, refilled you're better it. better than me. I've never put water in nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I tried moonshine once. The only time I've ever tried it was at homecoming. That stuff was like jet fuel. Cause I don't drink very much. And that yeah. stuff was smoking hot. I was like, Whoa, cause I can have a margarita. And I, yeah. I even like now I do old fashions with Scott, but man, that stuff was smoking. I was like, Whoa, man. I know. I like the margarita one the best to me. It tastes like a margarita. It's a little sweet for me, but it does the job. Um, and I I've heard about your old fashions and Dahlia lounge had a great old fashioned. Just I'll check that out. Okay. Well, cause I'll be recording. I'll celebrate yeah. there, uh, with marathon weekend. Hopefully if I can make it through the 48, cause then I got to go out to Disneyland and try to do more. I, I don't know what I was thinking with that. Okay. So you know, one other thing I want to ask you about with this whole wedding thing that was going on this day, was it you storybook nannies for your daughter? Because I get this question a lot with the travel agency and I'll be honest, I will not recommend anybody personally because my philosophy is it's your child and I would never want to put a personal recommendation on anything. Just, this is just me just, and you can say whatever you want. I just don't want to do it because it just makes me nervous because I wouldn't want to say, Oh yeah, you know, I recommend this person. And then something happens because, you know, even though I've heard all great things, but you know, you can tell your story because I, you know, if you had a good story, let's share it. I do. I do. And I was extremely nervous to use a nanny The you know, it was a family wedding. I have family local to Orlando and I, I like taking my, we like taking our daughter everywhere. So we, didn't want to do it. We tried to get family to find a sitter. It just wasn't happening. So I read a lot of reviews, looked at Instagram and storybook nannies uh, spoke to me. And what I liked about them, they, they eased my fears right off the bat. They had amazing communication way in advance leading up to um, the stay. I knew who the babysitter was. Her name was Brandy. I would recommend her to anyone. My daughter declared best babysitter ever. (laughs) I am not going to lie. When we left, she met us at our room. Um, I had laid out some, I brought coloring books and some things and she did take her swimming. She wore her life vest. Um, but she brought Play-Doh. She brought other things. She let my daughter put makeup on her little kid makeup. Um, but I'll tell you, as I left the room, I cried going like, little yeah. tears yeah, going down the hall to the elevator because you're leaving your baby in a different state. Yeah. And it was, it was hard for me. So, but Brandy texted me throughout the night, sent me photos. Um, she just was so great. And then she stayed after and we chatted for a long time. Um, she told me all the things that storybook nannies does that sets them apart. And that is that communication ahead of time and various other things. Um, so I would recommend her in particular to anyone. She was really great with my daughter. Now, of course, they go into the parks with the kids too. We didn't do that. They hung out at the hotel, got dinner. She tried to put her to bed, but she wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't fall asleep. <laughs> Um, we were back by 10, 10 30. So it was great, but, um, we were very pleased. So I would use her again, but I'm with you. It's, it's, it's your kid and it's a little, little scary. So we tried it and it worked out. No, I'm glad, I'm glad we could share that. And I'm glad because you have the firsthand knowledge, you know, like I said, I just get the question as a travel agent sometimes. And I'm just like, I just, I can't recommend anybody because I just, it's your kid. And you know, I would feel so guilty because I'm so paranoid. Yeah. I would say for anyone, the biggest tip that I got from her is if you are looking to get a nanny, be honest about your kid's needs, because she said that a lot of parents are not. And if your kid has special needs, not, I don't mean, I mean, just also, uh, you know, if they get sad a lot or mm-hmm. they need certain things that maybe other kids don't, if you say that up front, they can accommodate. They just need to know it's when they arrive and there's something unique that they weren't expecting that gets more difficult. Um, but it was great. And now we might do it again when we go back, if we want an Epcot night, you know, cause mm-hmm. my daughter can't hang and we don't want to like have a nice dinner and grab drinks and she's acting crazy. So we might do an Epcot night next time and get, get Brandy again. 
Sounds great. That's good to have out there because it's, again, I, I like the show's entertaining and that we can have this escape, but also if it gets somebody to, to learn something today that uh, I didn't know that was even an option. Hey, that, that's a great recommendation. Now, here's the cool thing. Your daughter's birthday is the next day, so now she gets to celebrate with you guys. So let's hear about the big birthday. Yeah, so she turned six, and we told her, hey, we're, the reason we brought her for this adult wedding was I'm not missing her birthday. <laughs> yeah. So I told her, instead of a party, do you want to go to Mickey's Halloween party? That's how I set it up for her. And she was just super excited. She loved Magic Kingdom. Um, Space Mountain is her jam. So she was like, as long as I can ride Space Mountain, I am in. So we decided to plan this trip. So um, Saturday was her birthday and we, she loves characters. She does. She just, that's her thing. So we wanted to do a character breakfast. Well, we did Topolino's in, in February, loved it. Wow. Blew us out of the water, but we wanted to try something different. So we booked Cape May cafe at beach club. Um, I liked the buffet aspect. We had a nine people again. So it varying, choices for people. We had three little kids, different ages. And then the characters were exactly who my daughter wants to meet. She says her favorite's Minnie, but her favorite is actually Donald because she just can't get over Donald when, because he is the goof. He's silly, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so she just loves Donald. And she said after this breakfast, Donald was my favorite. So um, it was a great experience. Part of our party was running late. The cast members were so accommodating in, in holding or waiting and seating us when they got there. Um, the food was awesome. I, like I said, I'm not a buffet person, and I actually really liked this buffet. The omelet station was good. Food was good. Characters were adorable. We would do it again. Um, and we had never been to Beach Club, so we wanted to check that out um, and that area. And we wanted to ride the Skyliner you know, treat it like a ride mm -hmm. for the kids. So then we walked over to uh, the Epcot entrance and hopped on the Skyliner. That's a good idea too, because I mean, I, I, I'm like a big kid and I consider the Skyliner ride myself. So you guys, I like how you made this like character meets. I mean, basically you're making it kind of an outside the park park experience almost on her birthday. Like you're meeting characters, you're having a good meal, getting on the Skyliner, taking a ride over Caribbean beach. And it looks like they got to play on the playground over there. You guys went to banana, yeah. banana cabana. That's fun. Yeah. So, you know, and the Skyliner's free. She doesn't know that, but the oh, Skyliner is free. So what with your admission, that's <laughs> with everything else. And that thing gets up and goes when it gets yeah. to that turn. <laughs> yeah, so it they, you know, they feel like that's a ride. Um, so here's a tip. We did make a mistake. <laughs> we, I, we had been to Riviera for Topolino's before, but we had never been to Caribbean beach. So we didn't, we got off, we should have gotten off at the Riviera Skyliner um, stop. We kept going, which is the, the Caribbean Beach Skyliner stop is quite far yeah, from it's a little the playground. Further. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it was getting warm and everybody was fine. We had, everybody was good sports, but we should have gotten off on, at the Riviera one to be closer. So take a good look at the map <laughs> before you <laughs> just keep going. Um, so we saw a lot more of the resort than we thought we would. <laughs> Walking. Yeah, that's, that's one way to say hey, you got a tour of uh, Caribbean Beach. We saw a lot of quiet pools, which we didn't expect to see. You saw Aruba. You saw Jamaica. You saw <laughs> yeah. No, we were like way in the boonies and we got a little lost, but we did find the playground. Great playground. Um, yeah. The Banana Cabana had great drinks. The guys got beers. We got a cocktail. We were able to hang out at the, the playground. And then we just walked back this time to the Riviera <laughs> Skyliner. Um what are they called stations i guess hub yeah and so and then we hopped back on went back to beach club and so that was a nice little jaunt to give the kids something to do that's fun um, yeah, yeah that was good that's a good day okay so the next day though sunday is your halloween party day yeah the halloween party that was the reason we were there so just i know we were with a bigger group but just my husband daughter and, and i went to the halloween party um so First mistake of the day, it was a, it was a beautiful day, but mistakes were made. Um, first mistake of the day was uh, we swam too much. Too much swimming on a park day means your, your six-year-old doesn't like falls asleep in the parade. That's what that meant. <laughs> I hundred percent because in high school, I'm not kidding about swimming. We had a rule and I still like with my daughter, both my daughters, I had this rule too. On game day, you are not allowed to get in a pool because a pool will zap your energy like nobody's business. It's yeah. it, it, it is no joke. Like our high school coach, if he caught you ever in a pool, like in your, I swear he would like go around our, you know, like in our area, like where we all lived, 
if he saw you or heard that you went to the pool, like on a game day or a Legion coach too, or a Legion baseball coach, you were in deep trouble. Cause I, and it was honest God truth. Like if you swim, cause one, you're out in the sun. Okay. That's, that's probably what it is. But also you screw around in the pool and you're using a ton of energy anyway, if you're like, you know, a yeah. kid. And so you're exactly it. When you're in the water, man, it, kill, it wipes you out and it catches yeah. up with you later on is what it is. It too. did. It did. <laughs> I never swam because I was doing all the mom stuff, getting stuff ready for the party, yep. getting the car. We, we didn't really super dress up, but we, we had some things. So I was doing all the mom stuff. So I didn't swim, but she swam for a long time. Um, I will say that day, the food and drinks took a while at the pool. So we were just out there way longer than we thought. Um, so by the time we were getting on the bus, she was like, I'm tired. And I thought, oh, oh no. no, we have full party night to midnight. Now she was such a trooper. We'll get to that in a minute, but um, she did great. But so really take it easy. Pool day does not mean taking it easy. It turns out even if your, your resort mm -hmm. pool is calling to you because it's so beautiful. No, do not do it on a park day. Chill in the room. I don't know. Do something else other than that. Um, so then um, we had our first Coronado Springs bus experience, which was going down. The app said, uh, I think it was like, we were running a little late. So it was like around 3.30. Bus never came. <laughs> bus just never came. Then um, it switched to like 4.30, like an app suddenly. So we were like, what do we do? Then it switched to 4.15. So finally the bus came, but we were waiting a long time for the bus. Um, I probably should have pivoted sooner, but I just, <laughs> I didn't, you kept, you keep thinking it's coming. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're like, as soon as I change, it's going to pull up. I know you're always in that, like, ah, what do I do? Yeah. I've been there. And my husband said, let's just drive. And I knew, no, we're not driving. Magic Kingdom is not the place to drive to. So we waited for the bus. We remained calm. I think that's the thing we've learned is something will go wrong at Disney and you have to just pivot, remain like, remember you're at a the happiest place on earth, even though things are stressful, you're here. Um, so we just had to take a deep breath. My daughter was playing in the woods behind the bus stop. She was totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, so we really had to, you know, deep breath. We're going to be fine. And so we did get to the party a little later than we wanted, but it took only like 20 minutes to get in. We were in by 440 um, and ready to, to rock and roll at the party. We wanted to enjoy some park time before the party started was our goal. Okay. So, so how did you guys do the pre-party stuff? Cause you, that is important. I mean, if you're, especially cause you're in the situation where this is your only time in the parks, this trip oh, yeah. other than, yeah. you know, just the party time. So that is a premium in this case, you know, people that are there on nine day magic or way tickets, not such a big deal, but I mean, this is, this is premium time. Yeah. So I did plan that out. I, what I did was you know, kind of make a list, a short list of things that we loved the last time we came and then things that we missed. So, you know, when we were there last time, Mirabelle was not there meeting and that's new where uh, Merida met. So I, this is another tip. I didn't, I never told my daughter that was an option <laughs> because it, it failed. That option failed. We missed it by like two minutes. There was a line, but the line closed. And so luckily we walked right on by. She had no idea that that was there. <laughs> and we kept walking around to Enchanted Tales with Belle because we missed that last time. Um, and I knew that she would get to meet Belle kind of like a double double hitter, you know. Mm -hmm. She gets to see a show, which of course she was, I think she was a dish. Um, and my husband was, of course, what is it, the night, yeah, whatever the night. it is. Every time we just talked about that yeah. last week, everybody's a night, every guy's a night. Right there. I never Suit knew what y'all were talking about until I witnessed it. And he really went all out. I, I was dying. Um, the mar his marching was, was really epic. Um, so then she met Belle. And then last time we loved Mickey's Magic, So we walked across and did that. I will never get over, you know, my child reaching out to grab the, yep, the, the, jewel, the, the jewels, the, for, for, the jewels, yep. the jewels, everything, yep. but mainly the jewels. And it just, she loved it. And the first time we went, she fussed at me before it started because that was our last day when we tried Mickey's Phil Mickey Philharmonic. She was like, mom, no more shows. Like, I'm done with shows. I don't want one more show. So I tricked her when we went in. <laughs> she sat down. Is this a show? Well, when it started, she, she it was just like the best thing ever in her little world. Um, you know, it it's 4D, so it's like air coming at you. Yeah. And it's just so cool. So then this time she wanted to do it for sure again. Um, so we hit that up and that it was just as good as the first time. Um, and you get some AC, you know, it's, it's a little warm. Yeah. So it's nice to sit in there and that's closed during the show, during the party. Um, 
they don't have the full the full show so that was nice to hit that up and then we had to do space mountain because that is her favorite i like um, it that's my favorite too so you gotta tell her that's my favorite ride okay. as well I'll tell her. I've heard you say though, and it is so true that it batters your body. Oh, you so get bad. off of that having tweaked your neck, your back, or Every, your whole body. Yeah, everything. Um, it doesn't seem to affect children. I don't. No. I don't like her little body is fine. Ours is broken. So, um, but she. I had told her during the party that they shut all the lights off, like no, not even stars, and they play spooky music. And she was like, hmm. I don't know if I want to do that. I just want to ride it regular. So we rode it regular. She loved it. Um, I think there was only like a 20 minute wait. It was so short. And then my sweetheart got brave and we did it again during the party. And she sat front row in the dark, hands up, screaming, loving it, the music. And I, you know, it's, it was spooky, but she just was loving it and she's six. So we rode it twice. Give her Good. props because I, I, when I was six, there was no way I was getting on Space Mountain. And she was riding it in the dark at the party when she was six. Well, she let me tell her. you this. Our trip in February, our, our day at Magic Kingdom, I debated, do we rope drop Peter Pan or Space Mountain? And my mom was like, she, my mom was with us. She's like, she can do it. Julia can do Space Mountain. I know that she's brave enough. And so we went with it. And I was so afraid. Like, have we ruined the day? Have I scarred my child for life? <laughs> And then when I saw her little hands go up, I knew, okay, the day is not lost. We are good. And she it was her, ended up being her favorite ride. So it worked out. Um, we also had to do Big Thunder Mountain on the same, on the, on the same side of things. She also loves that. So we walked across the park and hit up uh, Big Thunder Mountain before the party started also. Were the crowds bad before the party started? Like, what was that that influx time like? I mean, it sounds like you're getting a ton done. I mean, you guys we were, were flying through really stuff. Happy. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, I was really happy. The the crowds they didn't seem overwhelming um, at all at any time. I mean, maybe like around parade time, things felt a little more crowded. Now, part of that I think is I think a, I'm guessing that a big chunk of people go and wait in line for the characters. That's true. Yeah. And we, my daughter, I, I, first of all, I was not going to bring up like Jack and Sally. She's not yeah. even into that, but I'm not sure doing is. that. Um, but even like the seven dwarves, I just didn't tell her because I, she wouldn't want to wait in line like that. Um, the only character we saw that night was Stitch. She does love Stitch. Um, we waited. And then as the crowd died down, we did go in and wait like, I don't know, 20 minutes to meet Stitch, 15 minutes. Um, so but that is why we did the character breakfast before on another day. Right. So she already got her character fix. So when we saw Goofy out by Barnstormer, she was like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need to see him. So that worked out. Um, but we did not have to wait in the lines of the characters. So we did. I feel like we did get a lot done. That is smart because that's a choice, right? And I know like Jack and Sally, that's the only time you can meet them is at the party. And I, I mean, if that's your goal, everybody's got their goals for the party and I have no problem with everybody doing exactly what you want. You're paying your money, do what you like. But for me, well, like you have to, you know, you, there's X amount of minutes in the party. You can break it down per minute. And if you're going to wait for Jack and Sally, you're going to give up maybe 50% of your minutes that you have allotted for this party to, to get that photo, which I mean, if it is that important to you, that's, that's the goal. You're fine. But for me, yeah. like I want a variety of, of experiences and I'm giving up a lot for that one experience. I'd rather have a variety of trick-or-treating and rides yeah. and shows and, you know, just all the variety that the party offers. Yeah. I will say though, on that note, we did do something for a while that probably a lot of your listeners would not do, which is the Disney junior dance party, because that is what, instead of Jack and Sally, that's what my daughter was so thrilled about. And she was living her best life. Dancing. <laughs> she, I don't even think she really likes Lion King that much, but she never left Timon's side. I mean, they were like new best friends. Um, Fancy Nancy, Vampirina. We don't even watch that much Disney Junior, but she loved it. They were playing bluey music. But the good thing about that party was we got to sit in the AC. We got to try Halloween treats. They had several Halloween treats there at... Um, Cosmic Rays. Mm -hmm. That's where it was. And so we got to chill, eat some food, watch her dance. And then we, we kind of went back out and ventured into the crowd, but that was actually a cool break for those with littles. That's a good, that's a good thing to do. Um, they had the zombies dance party going and that looked very sad. It was real quiet. There was nobody <laughs> over there. I guess they were all at the Disney junior dance party. 
Um, and my daughter loves that movie, but even she was like, uh, no, we're not stopping there. This is um, funny. The zombies party looked kind of sad, looked kind of dead. I mean, it was kind of the point. Uh, it was disappointing. It did look sad. Um, so we left Disney Junior Dance Party. Um, after that, we had the, the of course, the, we lost the stroller briefly. Like, where did we leave it? Where are where even are we on the outside of Cosmic Rays? We just got all turned around. Um, we, we located it somehow. Um, but I will say, so outside of Cosmic Rays was a trick-or-treat line. And some of the trick-or-treat lines, I cannot get over how long they were. I had told my daughter, and maybe this is a bad parent, but I had told her, we are not waiting in long lines to trick-or-treat. I will buy you candy. We're not waiting. Like some of these lines were long, I swear, longer than mine train. I, I swear. Really? See, I, not all the, cause I've been to, you know, three, four, five different Halloween parties. And I've been to the last few years. I haven't been since COVID um, to a Halloween party, but it seems like there's so many trick or treat stations, like five or six throughout the park. Like you just breeze through them. It's almost like a continuous flow. I've never like waited know. in line. No, oh, some okay. of the, no, oh. some of them had long lines. There wow. was no breezing through. Now we breezed through like three, but we timed it. Like if we were by the bathroom and there was no line, we hopped in. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly there was a mile long line. We just lucked out on that. But then at the end of the night, we did hit up trick or treat stations in um, Tomorrowland and there was no line and they were shoveling it in. So yeah, she got, yeah. she did fine. She did fine. But for a big chunk of the party, the lines were long and I just couldn't quite figure that out. I thought, is, are we missing something at the end of this line? No, it was just candy. So huh. I don't know. Um, so uh, after this, we rode a few more rides. We never rode Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. My daughter likes that ride, but the wait time never seemed to go down. I think they were inflating it, but we just never made it back. Um, my plan was to do the later par parade and, and use that earlier parade time to do rides and do things. What I didn't think about is how the parade cuts off half the park. Mm -hmm. So we kind of had already done everything that we wanted on the Fantasyland side that we were on. And then it was like, we have to stay here because they kind of roped everything off. And then Frontierland, people were coming through. And so it, it was a little crazy. So um, we just hung out over there and just honestly, Part one a good thing is some of the characters are not hidden. They're just out. Like Ariel and Eric were just out. So we just walked by and like waved. We didn't wait in line. <laughs> and my, I was like, there, you saw them. <laughs> yeah. That counts. <laughs> so we did some of that. Um, but right after the first parade, we kind of, we didn't quite follow it to the castle, but pretty close. And we kind of moseyed to the castle to start getting ready for fireworks. Um we, uh, in February, we did the dessert party. Um, I think I put this in the notes, but Pam convinced me. I know she's a dessert party person. Oh, she is. So we, yeah. So we did the dessert party in February um, and it was great. Um, this time I was like, we don't have that. I'm, I'm worried. How do we, how do we get a spot for the fireworks? It was fine. It worked out fine. I was worrying for nothing. We got a good spot in the hub. My husband could sit down and chill. Um, so we, we waited about 20 minutes for the fireworks to start. And those were, um, those were great, but I did figure something out about my family and this might be controversial to the listeners, but I think some families are just not fireworks families. I've decided, um, I for some reason, I think, you're right. I, think, I think some people, I mean, it's not families, yeah. but just in general, some people are just, they are very fireworks people and some people are like, eh. Yeah. Well, for us, it's not even like the, it, it's great. We loved it, but we just keep thinking about like what we'd want to be doing instead. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so we're there, we've waited now 20 minutes. The fireworks are great. My daughter's like antsy, you know? And so between the dessert party and now these fireworks, I think next time we might just watch the fireworks from like Dumbo or Big Thunder Mountain and just be elsewhere and, and just enjoy it from there. Because as much as we like it, um, I don't know, we just seem to want to be doing other things instead of that. So I, I think it's okay if families feel like that. It's cool. We're, we're You're not alone. <laughs> hey, the, the other 40,000 people applaud you because that's the three more spaces that won't be in the hub. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to scoot on in. Um, and so, but I'm glad we did it. Next time, I think we just go hang out somewhere else and enjoy less crowds. Um, but, you know, the fireworks are always amazing. So. No, I agree. And it, it, I, you know, it, it's one of those things because you got to remember the fireworks may only go on for 12 minutes, 
but it's also it's at least an hour's worth of effort because you got to stake out a space at least 45 minutes before the show you got a 15 12 15 minute show and then you're like in the mob when it's over right you're not going anywhere fast i mean you're 15 20 minutes before you can move from the hub to get to tomorrowland or Fantasyland or Adventureland, wherever you want to go i mean yeah. You know, they're going to wave you with the things like they bring the airplanes in to get you somewhere. And you always end up going the wrong way. Like, I'm just like, I'm being swept up with the wave, you know, like, I want to go that way. Nope, sir, go that way. I'm like, well, my God, I got to go. I got to go to Adventureland by way of Tomorrowland through fantasy. I got to go all the way around the park because I'm in like, I'm being swept up like a tsunami. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one good thing came out of that waiting, though, is wherever we were standing, we could just beeline the Casey's for uh, the corn dog. The corn, little mini corn dogs. Yes. I don't remember what they're called. Oh, yeah. The, the mini corn dogs um, and got dip them in cheese. We did. Okay. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, the cheese. Yeah, that, that was a big hit. And then we just strolled right to Main Street to get a spot for the um, parade. Um, because I guess since if we're not a fireworks family, we are for sure a parade family. Okay. We seem to love all the parades. Um, the, one of our favorite things on our last trip was the, is it the fantasy what is that parade called? The daytime parade. The one, Festival of Fantasy. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that was one of our favorite things last time. And we staked out a spot for that too. And so we did that for the Boo Parade. And that was amazing. We, we'll do that every time for sure. Yeah, that is, to me, the, the parade is definitely better than the fireworks. The fireworks, I, I, I'm a fireworks guy. I mean, I loved like Illuminations was like the be all end all over at Epcot way back in the day. You've heard mm-hmm. me say that a million times and I always will, but it was mostly the music. Oh, it was so good. It was the music though, to me, but, um, you know, the, the booty you parade is just killer. Like th- th- that's his Disney showing off with that parade because it's got so many live actors and they do such a good job of, of really mm-hmm. making, you know, it, it's Halloween, it's spooky, but it's not like gory, scary, you know, it's like fun, no. scary, you know, it's, it's cool. It has, it's Disney. It has scary. just a little bit of spookiness and they're, they're so good at staying in character. Mm-hmm. It's just mind blowing how they're, the dance moves, the cast members are just exceptional. It's, it was so cool. And you know, the headless horseman leads it off and my daughter was in awe of that. And this is where the pool caught up to us because then she promptly fell asleep in her stroller. I'm like, no, you can't fall asleep. <laughs> the main event is coming. And luckily she did wake back up at when the parade hit, the actual parade hit us. And she was just in awe. Um, the grave diggers with the sparks, the shovels, she, we all were just blown away by that. So the booty parade was, I can't say enough about it. It was really cool. Man, what a trip though. I mean, cause you would normally think you went down, you only got to go into the park for the Halloween party, but you know, you guys had a, had a blast just, uh, with a lot of resort time, Disney Springs and a Halloween party. I mean, that that's, mm-hmm. that's a ton of fun. Yeah. We tried to fit a lot in, uh, you know, when you go down there, you want to be, we've decided like as a kid, the two times we went having family in Orlando, we stayed off property. We were the ones driving in 45 minute drive to Disney. Now, uh, now that I've stayed on property, I, I just don't, for me, there's no other way to do it. We just love being in that bubble and do, y- y'all have inspired us to try the resorts out. Um, don't discount those. That's really a lot of the magic. And so we've really, we've wanted to explore all that too. So we didn't really get to talk about the February trip, the one that came before this, because I really want, I mean, this is fresh off the presses. I mean, this is last week and it's great for everybody that's headed down. I mean, of course, Halloween season is coming to a close, but (laughs) the thing about Disney is you're going to be planning those next year's Halloween trips here in the next few months. I mean, it won't be long and, you know, because you want to get, get on that as soon as you can to, to be ready for the next season. But I mean, it, this is one of those ex- exceptional trips where you can go down and have a good time just going to the resort because this could just be substitute Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and, you know, exactly. go around and instead of, you know, like you guys rode the Skyliner to go over to Banana Cabana during Christmas time, you could just go over to the monorail resorts and see the Christmas trees, you know, or go yeah, over to Fort Wilderness to see all the Christmas lights on the trailer. That's on the agenda, not this year, but in years to come doing the party and just doing another similar trip. Um, because in February we stayed at wilderness lodge, which we loved. It was amazing in a different way, but for a resort stay like this, it was nice to have Coronado with the, the, the uh, more amenities, mm-hmm. the, the food, the dining, the coffee shop, the, the better pool. I will say, um, 
as far as wilderness lodge pool, it's absolutely beautiful. But other parents that have stayed there will understand this. The shape of it, it's harder to keep track of your kids. <laughs> the dig site pool, it's just huge and you can just see out. Whereas the the wilderness lodge pool is kind of in a, I don't know, like a U-shape almost. It's kind of like a free form because they're trying to make it look natural, I think. And so you're right. It is kind of like, you know, it's like a, it, it's supposed to be more like a free form, like natural like yeah, it's beautiful, yeah, exactly. but there's no chilling on a, a pool chair watching your kid over on the side. You can't yeah. do it. Um, now the quiet pool there is amazing. That was our favorite pool there. But um, so Wilderness Lodge did for a park trip, like a park heavy trip, it was perfect. But for a resort stay, if you stay at a resort that has more of these amenities or has access to other resorts with amenities, that really made it for us. That It was a good choice for this trip. And I will say too, I mean, you're doing this super early because you haven't gone to, you know, a million times down to Walt Disney World, but for somebody that's gone a bunch of times, you know, like in my case, you know, I've had an annual pass for over a decade and gone so many times just because I've been lucky with you know, my job and running all these races is that trips like this end up being the best because there's not a lot of pressure on you. You know, you're not getting up every morning making lightning lane reservations. You're not trying to decide, oh my gosh, okay. I got to get on this bus and make sure that we're on the bus by 732 because we have to rope drop. We got to be at the touch points at 803 because if we're me. not, you know, and that's, and that's fine. Cause that's, that is a, that, that is an enjoyable type of vacation. But then when you do it totally opposite where you are basically just staying at a resort and just exploring the other hotels and maybe doing a hard ticket event here and there, it is, there's so much, like there's no pressure and it is so different for some people though, it could drive them crazy. Like, cause with your personality just, and we just met today, but it seems like you're that type a person that really wants to do all the stuff. And so, it, but it sounds like you adjusted fine to not being in the parks constantly. Did you have real quick? Cause I know we got a wrap, but did, did you feel any FOMO of not being in the parks, but being so close? So you, you got me spot on. I do like to do all the things within reason. My husband was like, man, this trip is so chill. You're not on your phone in the morning. Like, wake up. I know it's, 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 it is. It's like the yin and the yang again, right? It is because yeah. you're like so close. But so I will, I'm not going to lie about a week before the trip. I was like, man, should we squeeze in park time? Should we book <laughs> these parks? It doesn't make any sense financially to do that. Like to add one park day just is absurd. So I was like, stop. We're not. <laughs> No, ultimately we were very cool with our decision. My daughter had one heartbreak. We had warned her from day one when we're not doing all the parks, this is not the same trip, but her one little heartbreak that she realized was that she was not going to get to go on guardians of the galaxy. That Holy I know that's cow, she wanted to write guardians of the galaxy. Yes. Wow. She loves that one. And I know that's your favorite. I know that doesn't make you sick at all. No. Um, <laughs> but she loved that ride. And so that, that was her one little, wait, no guardians. She was very sad about that. And so, you know, we're going to have to go back at some point soon for her to do that. Um, and I will say that was our, our one regret at Epcot last time was we did, we should have got done virtual queue and bought the individual yeah. lightning lane. That's how much we liked it, but you know, who knew that we would like it that much. Um, but otherwise, no, we, we loved this type of trip. We needed it. Work's been stressful. It was nice to just go and chill there's, there'll be more time to go back and be insane and kill our feet and um, wake up at the crack of dawn and be on the first bus. We have plenty of time for that in the future. That's right. It's good attitude. And you're like, man, I wish this was just a resort trip. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I wish we could just chill. I wish we could chill again like we did back in we, October. Yeah. Unless you have like, I think like two weeks or 10 days, it's hard to, you can't really have the best of both worlds. You just got to go, go, go. Um, with a rest day in between. So that's our plan for the next go round. All right. Well, it sounds great. And it's been just awesome starting the week this way. What a great way to, to kind of get a virtual escape down to Walt Disney World. Megan, have a great week and uh, good luck to your Aggies unless we see you some. Oh, we won't see you unless we'll be in a bowl game. So uh, I guess I can say gig them. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, good luck to Mizzou. I, I will root for y'all against Georgia. I will. <laughs> there we go. I love it. All right. Have a good one and uh, happy Halloween tomorrow. So have a good one out there with the family. Thanks. Take care. All right. Don't forget our show brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out this week. We'd love to help you plan a great Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. All you need to do is swing by the website this week, fill out that quote form, mention the show and you and I'll be planning that trip together. It's over at the magic for less.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's be slash Amazon. Click through there. 
takes you right back to Amazon and supports our show at the same time. Again, it's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all these shows possible. And you get a bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. $5 a month, all costs, to support the podcast over at Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'm at be our guest Mike on Instagram, Twitter, slash X and threads. And this Sunday night, Scotty G is back and hopefully recovered from all the jet lag from all the fun he had out in Hawaii. All I know is he just keeps shooting me the shaka sign. I don't know. I think he's got an arm sleeve now. He's a whole new guy. So it'll be fun talking to him on Sunday night, but you can give him a call Ask him all about playing the ukulele. He did mixology classes. He's he's half Hawaiian at this point, I think. So give us a call for the BOGP open line Sunday night. We'll be on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Join us at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. The phone lines will be open for the BOGP open line. All right, we're going to get out of here and wish you a very happy Halloween tomorrow. We'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. And holy cow, by then it'll be November. That's wild. So for Megan, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. You guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.